0: It's the DogCast, episode number 215, Dogs Homecoming, Tennessee Tech, Golden Eagles, on pay-per-view. All right, dog fans, it's a dog cast, episode number 215. We've got homecoming this week against the Tennessee Tech Golden Eagles. And me and Old Dog are here in the bunker, and we're looking forward to a big weekend of Division One AA football here in Athens. Old Dog, I know you're getting geared up for a slobber knocker this weekend against the Golden Eagles of Tennessee Tech.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah. oh. Uh. Luckily for us, the the, the golden eagles, uh, who are five and five and five
0: on the season. Five? No, five and three. They can be five, yeah, and, five three. and three. <sighs> it's,
1: it's so hard. Overall, they are five and three.
0: What are you drunk?
1: Yes, and and since since last Saturday, <laughs> I've tried to stay that way. Uh, are not nearly as good on the road as they are at home. They're only one and three away from the friendly confines of the Tennessee Tech Stadium, wherever that may be. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> well, you know, Tennessee Tech has made the trip to Athens once before. They they came to Athens, I think uh, it was a pretty good while ago. I, I don't know if it was like the I, – I saw it somewhere, the 50s or the 60s. It was a while ago, and they lost – I think we beat them 67 to nothing, I think it was. Wow. Yeah, they, they've been to Athens one time. We've been 67 to nothing. But uh, they are bringing their 5-3 and three road show to town this week. Um, you know, and the, the biggest thing that people are talking about this week is how many people are going to show up. You know, everybody's real worried about, uh, you know, who's going to show up. Are we going to black out? The, you know, are we going to bring the black jerseys this week? What are we going to do to get pumped up, you know? Um as you probably know,
1: I would I would think a, a whipping by the Florida Gators should should pump us up enough to to play a decent game this week.
0: Yeah, you would think so. Well, let's talk a little bit about what's happened this week because some people may not know this, but. Uh Coach Rick has come out and is on the record that Joe Cox is going to start this week, that uh, the coaching staff spent a lot of time on it. They talked about it and uh, actually considered, you know, should they start somebody else? Should they pull a red shirt off of uh, Murray or Mettenberger? Should they start Logan Gray? And they've decided that coach I mean that Joe Cox gives us the best chance to win out.
1: Which, you know, from my perspective, is a really scary thing. Because Joe Cox just is not that good. And if he and if really in the minds of the coaches, he is the best that we've got then I mean, what are we doing? Right. And I don't mean to be a, a negative Nelly here, but and I know it's Tennessee Tech and probably any quarterback we put in could win that and I'm not sure that you know we have gotten shot straight by the coaches this year, but I am hoping that really Joe Cox is not the best quarterback we've got in the fold right now. Because if he is, then uh, there ain't no reason to look forward to next year.
0: <laughs> well, I tell you, we've—I uh, think you're right. I mean, and
1: right now, that's the only thing keeping
0: me alive. <laughs> <laughs> I know the hope, the hope of next year, man. I tell you, you are. I I totally agree with you, but I, I don't know. I'm trying to take it with um, uh, with with a grain of salt. You know, I mean, I'm not sure they're saying he's the best. They're not saying he's the best quarterback on our roster.
1: No, they or the best he...
0: quarterback we're ever gonna have. You know, that
1: he gives us the best chance to win. Yeah. Now you know and and maybe I'm overestimating my talents, but I think I could probably go out and quarterback the team and win against Tennessee Tech,
0: because
1: I'm telling you what, I'd hand the damn ball off and run it down their throat.
0: <laughs> you, you almost certainly are overestimating your talents, old dog. But uh, So we've got Joe Cox at the start, but we've also got this the promise, and I think in the strongest language we've had yet, that Logan Gray is going to get full series play, not just in mop-up duty, but in re- you know a real series in a, in a during a time when it counts. You know, um, I know you're saying they've said that before, and you, you're talking, but I really do think uh, they mean to play Logan Gray at quarterback more this week. So you know that's going to be interesting to find. That's going to be interesting. Well, you to know, say.
1: I I hope they do. But again, at this point, what What's that going to tell us? I mean, is he really going to get any kind of of game?
0: It's not going to tell us anything. Because when we need it, he's not going to be in the game. I mean, you know, next week against Auburn or whatever, he will not be in the game when it's important.
1: No. Or if he is, he's got no experience in a real game, and we shot ourselves in the foot anyway.
0: You're right. I mean, they're just throwing him a bone is the only way I look at it. It's just throwing him a bone.
1: Yeah, or placating folks like us, you know, her – who are calling for something different.
0: Who are just dumb idiots.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: So we've got the Golden Eagles coming in. They're a 1AA team, whatever they call it, the championship subdivision series, bowl series subdivision. Now,
1: now does this win count in getting us to be bowl eligible?
0: It does. Wow. It does count. Because as you know, Florida's played a bunch of these one AA teams. I mean, they this is their stock and trade to play these kind of teams. Uh, this will be our first one AA team this season, but it does count towards our bowl eligibility number towards the, you know the March to Nashville or Memphis or Shreveport or wherever it is we're headed. Um, <laughs> you like that, don't you? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you know we're we're keeping up this drumbeat the March to Shreveport and. Um, Another thing that uh, we've made... We have made one change in the roster this week, though. Washon Ely, who they've said has, you know, had had predictable freshman trouble as a pass protector, started last week against the number one defense in the country. But this week, we're going to start Caleb King because he's a better pass protector, you know, against a 1AA team. I have no idea what the thought process is behind... We think Washon Ely should start against Florida's defense because he's not such a great blocker, but we're gonna bring our best blocker in to start against Tennessee Tech. I have no idea what that thought pro- how that thought process went down, but Caleb King is gonna get the start this week We're still with lots of Washon Ely playing.
1: You know, Derek, it's really there've been so many double speaks and just flat out lying by the coaching staff and everything. I really don't know where they're coming from this week. The only thing I can think of is apparently they have singled out Walshon Ely missing a block on that pitiful attempt by Cox to throw a ball out of bounds that he couldn't make.
0: Right, that made and, him throw off his back foot and that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, and and all I can think is maybe they're trying to, to make Cox feel better, saying, you know, we know you threw three interceptions but really, this one wasn't your fault.
0: Yeah, no kidding. So, I mean. But,
1: you know, I mean, but but in turn, if you look at it by far, Walsh on the throughout these first games has, in my opinion, is the best running back we've got. I agree. And, as, and far as, I as far as the
0: moving the ball upfield.
1: Yeah, and I can't imagine that pass protection against. Tennessee Tech is going to be in the forefront, you know. That I mean, you know, Richard Samuel could probably pass for Tech.
0: Oh, anybody? I mean, I don't know. I, I don't well, go maybe even me because I want to. Meetings. I
1: want to get in this game. <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I just, I just don't understand. And then again, there, there is some kind of weird man love going on with the coaching staff and Caleb King too.
0: Well, I mean, you know, you know how this coaching staff, I mean, they've made promises and they stand by their promises and I think you know, Caleb King is getting the time that he feels like he's due and getting the starts that he feels like he's owed. And, uh, you know, I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to speak to whether or not he's owed any starts or not or what, but I definitely think there's some of that coming into play here.
1: Well, and I mean, and if we do owe him a start, I'm glad we're paying one of them against Tennessee Tech.
0: Yeah, exactly. So this weekend we've got a 12:21 kickoff. The game is not going to be televised anywhere oh, except on pay-per-view. Oh, no, I thought it was view. a 1 o'clock kickoff. Is it? I thought it was a twelve. I thought it was a twelve twenty-one kickoff.
1: It, no, I mean the only reason you'd have uh, you'd have
0: it at twelve twenty. That's right. Because you're on TV, and we're not on TV. That, what was no. I thinking? So hey, you're right. It's a one o'clock kickoff on pay per view. We
1: have gone back to the to the old. Old, I mean, I remember 1 o'clock kickoff.
0: When they were all 1 o'clock. Back when you could
1: only be on TV twice a year.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm sorry. 1 o'clock kickoff on pay-per-view. we got a 1 o'clock kickoff on pay-per-view this week, so you are either got to be in the stadium, which brings me to a point that a lot of people have been worried about by our fans showing up and our fans not showing class. Look, I really want to encourage everybody, look, if you're a Bulldog fan, there's no reason not to come to this game, okay? We really don't get that many home games. You, you can't pay for season tickets and go, you know what, I'm just going to skip a game just for the hell of it. It's well, going to you know, be perfect not, weather. It's going to be fantastic that, weather.
1: Not only that, how much is to pay for view?
0: It's uh, 25 bucks.
1: Hell, you could you could get five tickets for twenty (laughs) five dollars.
0: Exactly. I mean, you know, and actually sit in the stadium. Yeah, I mean, why would you do that? You know, so I mean, I want to make sure that all the fans show up. I don't think we're going to have an attendance problem this Saturday, and I want to say something else too. I do not. I really hope that our fans can avoid this, you know, booing of Joe Cox or something. If Joe Cox leaves the tunnel or goes in the tunnel at halftime, I better not hear anybody booing him or throwing crap at him or anything like that. You know, cuz no. this kid has been here for a long time and you know, maybe his season is falling. I mean, his no, not maybe. His season has definitely fallen short of his own expectations, of everybody's expectations. But I'm telling you, Joe Cox does not deserve to be freaking booed. He does not no. deserve to be booed, and I don't. I I damn sure hope nobody does that.
1: No, there's and you know we have said it before, and it's a good time to reiterate it too. No, none of these kids on the field deserve to be booed, no matter how good or how bad they play.
0: Absolutely. Um,
1: I cannot say the same for the coaching staff that probably deserves to be pissed on, but <laughs> but the, the kids the kids are out there trying as hard as they can. They're not dogging it on purpose. They're you know they're young kids and and maybe they are dogging it in the weight room. Uh, you know I, I heard a couple guys mention that earlier this summer. But apparently they got called down for it.
0: Now hey, but it, Tony Barnhart, everybody. Tony Barnhart broke that story today. You know, I don't yeah, know if you saw well, that in the AJC. Tony Barnhart said, "Hey, you know." Maybe our guys aren't getting it done in the weight room. I mean, you know, we asked them if they were getting it done and they said, "Hell yeah, coach, we're getting it done." But yeah. maybe they maybe they aren't getting it done. Maybe they were telling us a story. I mean, I know it's crazy it, that it an 18 to. or 19-year-old kid might uh might not tell the truth about yeah. his work ethic, but anyway. Tony Barnhart, thanks, AJC, for for breaking that story today. Or maybe
1: just kind of repeating something you heard this summer.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. This turned out to be not so dumb after
1: all. From two idiots that have a little podcast.
0: There you go, I know. So, um, in addition to all that, other things I want to talk about. You know, A.J. Green is not going to play. Not going to play this week. Has a pulmonary contusion. What is that? That is a bruise on your lung for the layman. Wow. And uh, the most important thing, a bruise, uh, we'll go into a little, you know, uh, microbiology, B.S. Microbiology, 1992, University of Georgia. Let's go into a little science here. Let's do a little South Campus work here for you, old dog. A contusion. That's where all the terrorists
1: hang out, isn't it? Out also, on the known, south
0: campus? also known as a bruise. It's really a place, you know, there's a lot of blood going on in a bruise. That's why it's they got the dark coloration. So if you have a bruise on your lung.
1: A lot of blood in the lungs, too, if I that, remember right. That's
0: right, that's right. Which? it it takes up space in the lungs, which takes up space that would normally be taken up with oxygen. So if you have a bruise on your lung, you're not getting full efficiency and full use of your lungs, which in a guy like AJ Green, that could be a problem. So he's going to sit it down this week and let that lung get completely healed up. Let all the, the bruises and stuff and the, you know, the internal bleeding and crap. Hey, thanks Joe Cox, uh, for, for putting AJ Green up high over the middle there. um, He's going to take a week off, but he should be back for the Auburn game.
1: Well, we're going to need him for Auburn, certainly.
0: You're not kidding. But you can expect lots of Marlon Brown, Rontavius Wooten, and Tavares King. We're going to have Tavares King, redshirt freshman, and Rontavious Wooten, true freshman, starting at wideout there's something about that that's pretty cool. I mean, I, I'm kind of hopeful for the future, having all these stinking freshmen. I mean, you've got A.J. Green, but Wooten King, and Brown. Those guys are so young. But apparently
1: young. we don't have a quarterback of the future to throw to them.
0: Well, I know, I know, I know. But, I, you know, that's going to clear itself up, old dog. Don't read too much into that. Okay. Don't read too much into that PR, that that Coach Rick PR massage thing he's doing there, you know? Gotcha. Um, so, also... Brandon Spikes. We did not talk about the Brandon Spikes thing at all on Sunday because honestly, I had not seen the video at the time we at the time we taped the post game show after the Florida game. I had not seen the video of Brandon Spikes viciously gouging his fist and his fingers, just repeatedly jamming his hand into the face mask of Washon Ely, who, according to some of the players on the George team, are just like, oh. Hell, it's all in good fun. Just playing football. I'm telling you, the way Brandon Spikes was jamming his fingers in Ely's helmet, that looked completely malicious and evil and purposeful and thuggish. You know.
1: But but don't worry because as soon as it was called to the attention of the Weasel Urban Meyer, he he laid down the kind of punishment that one would expect from Urban Meyer. <laughs> Suspended half a game against Vanderbilt.
0: Hey, hey. Old I dog. mean, that
1: is very furrier esque right there. Suspended I mean, for a
0: half a game? Old Dog, you have not heard. They have upped that. It's not a half game. It's a what, whole the, game. No. No kidding. A whole game. Brandon Spikes is having to sit wow. out the entire Whole game against the Vanderbilt. The entire Vanderbilt game. Wow! Holy cow! That is Coach Corch Myers. That's brutal. Coach Myers has dropped the hammer on spikes.
1: What a disciplinarian! <laughs>
0: I'm telling you, what man? Move that up to a full game suspension, boy. Word is, word is that Nick Williams. Nick Williams is going to be suspended for the first 6 minutes because of the uh the face mask, the almost face mask he had against uh Demps last week.
1: Now, you know, I you, you put another scenario on this. <laughs> Imagine what would have happened if just let's just change two players. Let's just say it hadn't been Spikes and Walsh on Let's say there was a YouTube video out there of Rennie Kern doing that to Tim Tebow.
0: Yeah, let's just say. I'm telling you
1: what, at halftime, they would have crucified Rennie Kern. They would have brought out a cross and nailed his ass (laughs) to it.
0: Kern would have left the stadium in cuffs. No, he would have been dead.
1: They would have found (laughs) two thieves to hang next to him. And there would have been a crucifixion in the middle of the field.
0: (laughs) The two thieves probably would have been Gamecock players who stole some Gatorade out of the workout room locker. But they would have hung two Gamecocks on either side of him, complete with the bottles of Gatorade that they stole out of the coach's uh, refrigerator. And they would have hung him on the field on a cross right? and and crucified him. But in
1: all seriousness, could you imagine... What the outcry would have been if someone had tried to gouge him? I'm not kidding you, out. man.
0: They would have they would burn McWhorter Hall to the ground oh, just, it just would to have kill been. Rennie Curran. Yeah. If he didn't, it, like I said, if he didn't leave the stadium in cuffs, if he weren't investigated by the authorities, and I'm talking like criminal charges, bought. I mean, it, it would have been it would have been the most unbelievable thing ever. Yeah. But because it's a Florida player doing it to a freshman running back for Georgia. Hey, it's just just playing ball.
1: Yeah, that's that's the way it is. That's
0: just the way football goes, you know, just having fun, flying around, flying to the ball, having some fun.
1: But but there would be no doubt that even after Randy Kern was crucified, Tebow would have forgiven him.
0: (laughs) Yes, he would have. He would have forgiven him before and after. Exactly. Now, one last thing I want to mention about uh, the Tennessee Tech Golden Eagles. They're coached by a guy, I think, I forgot what his name is, Watson, Watson, I don't know what his name is. Watson Brown, something like that. But um, this guy, the coach of Tennessee Tech, uh, was, has, has coached against Coach Rick before. You may not know this old dog, but this guy was the coach of, the U, of UAB, UAB, University of Alabama, yeah. of Birmingham. And Coach Rick was making a big deal out of the fact that we've got to respect Tennessee Tech this week because their coach is the team that brought UAB in, and that Georgia beat 16-13, to and UAB was driving for the tying field goal when we got a sack that stopped that last drive. And i got to tell you, old dog, I was wow. thinking to myself... This is not the week for Coach Rick to be reminding Georgia fans about the time when we had to stop UAB in Athens from kicking a field goal to tie us up, and we squeaked out the 16-13 to victory.
1: In a, in a game where we were only able to score 16 points, and our defense gave up 13 to UAB. Yeah,
0: this is not the week for him to re- be reminding us of that, you know? We really need I mean we need to cover the spread this week. That's all there is to it. We need to cover, is and there cover even big
1: a spread on this game. Yeah, I think I,
0: mean, I think it's I think it's like thirty five and a half or something like that. Well, me, I saw it in my little pick'em today. While we're
1: talking, let me check. And speaking speaking of games in the thirties, just always remember in the four years Brian Van Gorder was our defensive coordinator. Yes. Only one team scored thirty or thirty Points against us. Wow! And how many teams, or how many times, has a team scored more than 30 points against a Willie Martinez-led defense?
0: Hell,
1: I think it's, I think it's actually like you mean just team. this
0: year? I mean just this no. season or this week? Or I think what's your seven. time frame?
1: Willie Martinez tenure as the defensive uh, coordinator. Because
0: <laughs> hell, it's happened four times this year,
1: old dog. I think, I think it's something like seventeen times.
0: Wow. Yeah. that's well, scary. Like I said, it's happened once this week, four times this season. So I guess
1: I guess offenses are just getting a whole lot better.
0: I guess so. Than they
1: than they were
0: uh, five years ago. I guess so. I guess so. I mean, especially like, say, the Gamecocks hanging 37 on us. You know, I mean, uh, Steve Spreer's had an offensive juggernaut rolling there at South Carolina for years now, you know? Oh, man. But anyway, dog fans, one last thing, a couple last things. Uh, the uh, Auburn kickoff next week is going to be televised. It's uh, either going to be on ESPN or on the Deuce. I'm not exactly sure. But, well, neither uh, are they. Yeah, they're not exactly sure either, but it is going to be a 7 o'clock kickoff against Auburn. And, old dog, while you're looking that thing up, I got this one little thing I want to read that somebody sent me today. Um, I don't read a lot of stuff on the show very often, but I want to read this just because I think it's funny. (laughs) This is... (laughs) All right, back with you there.
1: Man, I didn't know we had a cough button.
0: Yeah, man, you like that? You like the cough button, huh? Yes, indeed. Okay, so, I mean, this is big time. So... An Auburn fan calls a Georgia Georgia fan up and asks him does he think he can get tickets to the Auburn game in Athens. And this was what the Georgia fan said. I think you should show up and watch the first five minutes of the game from the bridge and then pick yourself up a ticket for three bucks because here's how I see this Georgia-Auburn game shaking out. Georgia rushes onto the field pregame wearing black capes Yes, I said it. Capes. Black capes. Georgia wins the toss, defers to the second half. The UGA captains skip and zigzag back to the sideline so they can, quote unquote, Lost their capes. UGA kicks it out of the end zone, gets a touchback. Thank God. The five play, the ensuing five play Auburn University touchdown drive happens as when Brian Evans gives up a big play touchdown pass because he stepped on his cape and fell down. Extra point good. Auburn seven, Georgia zero. Rashad Jones gets in the end zone and does the Superman dance all the way off the field, laughing the entire way. Auburn kickoff follows goes eight yards into the end zone we bring it out anyway because hell we're wearing black capes right we're tackled at the 12 on first and 10 it's a tall sweep to ely ely gets three yards actually only gets one yard but he gets a bonus two yards because he's wearing the black eye patch that he's got to go along with his cape courtesy of brandon spikes now it's second and seven Cox throws the ball three yards behind a j green's crossing route, but a j green makes an incredible catch as he dives back against his momentum and lays out horizontally. He's able to make this catch because he decided against wearing the stupid damn black cape. Five yard completion wait. It's called back due to the first 12 penalties, which we will have before halftime. Now it's second down, 19 yards to go. Draw play to Richard Samuel. Enough said. Now it's third and 16. Auburn rushes 14 in the box. 14 people rushing after Cox. He makes an attempt to throw the ball out of bounds, but he steps on his cape, which restricts his cannon of an arm, and his ball comes up 12 yards, 12 yards short of the sideline. But it's up in the air so long that one of the 14 Auburn blitzers is able to get under it, and haul it to the end zone for another Auburn touchdown. It's 14-0 with 11.48 to go in the first quarter. You go down the end of the bridge, turn into the Tate Center Plaza, get your ticket for whatever you have in your pocket. Lent, extra beer, maybe three bucks, whatever. <laughs> maybe you trade him in your cape, but either way you get a ticket for the game. Now, I know that's a little tongue-in-cheek, but I actually thought that was kind of funny. This guy sent that to me today. Now, I actually think we're going to beat Auburn, and I don't think we're going to wear black capes, and I do think everybody needs to show up, and I want tickets to be full. I want tickets to be expensive, baby. I want Georgia fans to show up, but I actually did think the thing about the capes was kind of funny. That was so I pretty thought I was good. Great.
1: And the, the Tennessee Tech-Georgia game is off the board.
0: Ooh, there the may have been
1: on the board. There may have been a spread on it, but it is closed out now.
0: Okay. Well, thanks for that report on the with sidelines. the
1: Northern Arizona-Mississippi game, the Furman-Auburn game, the Eastern Kentucky-Kentucky game.
0: <laughs> wow. Yeah.
1: Well,
0: well, thanks for that report, Susie Colbert. Um, Dog fans, that's going to just about wrap it up. Old Dog, you got anything else to say about the Tennessee Tech-Golden Eagles 5-3? Yeah.
1: And as much as our friends in Chicago may hate to hear me say this, all the dogs got to do is show up for this one.
0: Rennie Curran, that's right. Rennie Curran needs to knock some heads. We need to put up a lot of points.
1: i tell you what. Turn yeah, the
0: dogs loose, man. I
1: would, I would love to have a game where Rennie Curran didn't have to make a tackle. <laughs> that actually somebody else on the defense step up and do it. Wouldn't it be great if the damn defensive line played and a running back didn't even make it to our linebackers? Wow. I mean, think how good we would be playing if Rennie Kern had zero tackles for the game.
0: Wow. I can't imagine a world like that, old dog. No. All right, dog fans. One o'clock kickoff. Pay-per-view. Tennessee Tech Golden Eagles. They beat every Division I AA team in the state of Tennessee. And they are bringing their show to Athens this weekend. Let's get ready. Let's support the dogs, support the team. Let's score a lot of points and hold them to nothing. Go, dogs.